I'm Russ Kickle, and on this episode of American Reef, Tim's battling some RTN issues. So it's been a few years since we've checked out Tim's beautiful 400 gallon reef and though it is still beautiful, Tim's battling some issues. One of them, it's been RTN now for probably a year, year and a half, something like that. And he also had a Kalkwasser overdose, right? So I figure, hey, now's as good as time as any so we can kind of pick his brain and see how somebody with his experience is kind of handling these kind of situations. Again, remember, as new hobbyists, that's our goal, right? We want to learn from others so we don't have to make the same mistakes. And in this particular case, um, you know, the mistakes will happen. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. So to that point, right, again, we'll do uh, that update video next. And, you know, with that Kalkwasser kind of overdosing going on, uh, one thing to keep in mind is Bulk Reef Supply just released a video on actually the best ways to dose Kalkwasser. Um, again, uh, they have kind of a good, better, best approach to it. And uh, ultimately, it's one of those things where um, they use an apex to do the monitoring. And we know that I'm not a huge fan for, uh, for new hobbyists to get like the, the Neptune apex um, for life support. Right? However, for monitoring, I think it's excellent. Right? And you know, that, that bulk group supply video is actually a good example of the best ways to kind of use that Neptune apex to monitor, to make sure you can catch things before they go awry, so to speak. So again, great video there, especially if you're new to the hobby, thinking about dosing Kalkwasser. And then the second one is, you know, I'm a huge fan of the algae reactor from Tunzi. And um, again, with the Premium Aquatics Tank Series video, Luke did a really good job at kind of not only showing what that reactor looks like, but what kind of growth you get out of that media, right, or actually out of the media reactor itself um, over a period of one to two months, right, with the algae. So you can kind of see that. And, uh, and luckily enough, uh, the reactor is so simple that even uh, his kids who are in the video can help change it, which is kind of cool as well. And then lastly, I don't know if you guys follow Reef to Reef, but if you do, it's a great forum. And on there, there's a thread from Top Shelf Aquatics. Well, this past weekend, for example, I know they had a flash winter sale, right? Um, it's a great place to kind of see what's going on at Top Shelf Aquatics. We already know that they not only offer some of the best prices on corals, but some of the most unique, coolest corals on the planet. Right, so again, if you're not checking out that thread, check it out. It's over on Reef to Reef, and again, it's Top Shelf Aquatics. Now let's check out Tim's 400-gallon reef tank. Tim, I'll, I'll start this off 
the same way I started the last time. You're looking good. <laughs> yeah, you too, man. You too. <laughs> so another what, year. That's what I was going to say. Another year, right? We get older, but we never change our looks in any way, shape, or form. Well, we'll see how it goes. We've got a few more years left. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going <laughs> for me. Zoom in at the top of my bald head, forehead, my head. <laughs> uh, so, so let's talk tank because you were saying, "Holy cow!" Like we were, we were going to do an interview. You know, the beginning of the year, right? You sent over some video, which was awesome and it was beautiful, and you said like everything went to hell. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe it. Um, Dude, I just had a weird year, 2020, in addition to the COVID. Uh, I think I got re-COVID also and uh, went through a ton of stuff with my tanks. Lots of corals dying, uh, other corals remaining unaffected. Uh -huh. And uh, it was just really frustrating because every day I'd wake up and uh, I don't know who would be dead or who would be on the way out. <laughs> it was really frustrating. Uh, but what do you do? Um well, what about the fish? Fish were okay? Yeah, fish were okay. The fish did fine. But um, whatever was going through my reef wasn't only killing my SPS. It was like knocking out Montes. I had Montes that were starting to RTN. I had a, uh, a softy. I think it was a Kenyan leather coral or Kenyan uh -huh. or Japanese nephia coral in my frag tank. It died also. So, I mean, I thought those things were pretty much indestructible. Right. But... Whatever was going on took that thing out too. My frag tank and the water's all interconnected through the sump. So, who knows? It was must must have been something off with the, either contamination or bacteria. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. But you know, I'm thinking about it. It's been a couple of years. I think we didn't interview last. We did not interview in 2019, and maybe not even in 2018. I, I can't remember the last video uh, when it was at. To to your point, I think probably about a year and a half, two years ago. Yeah, about two years, yeah. I'm thinking, right? Something yeah. like that. Well, okay, so how long did the whole, like, you know, again, tank crashing, RTN kind of stuff happen? I mean, how long did it go on? You know, it really started um, in around, like, after I had put up some, or sent you some videos, somewhere in, like, in April or May, mm -hmm. uh, I noticed a couple things starting to RTN. Right. But, uh, yeah, it went pretty much until May, until October and uh, of this year, of 2020. Uh, uh, and I thought I was out of the woods. I mean, October, everything seemed to kind of turn. And now we are in December. And I looked at my tank the other day, a couple weeks ago, and I had one coral that's been in my tank for a solid seven years. And it started to go. Uh, so it's just like, shoot, what the heck is going right, on here? Right. Other corals that I've had for a long time. They just go. I mean, I just I mark them down in my spreadsheet as like 30% RTN, right? And maybe they'll come back. Sometimes there's always a chance that uh, it takes just one speck of tissue to make it. Right. Um, and it'll come back. But it's really frustrating to see it happen because, um, you know, the polyps are intact. The colors look good. And the tissue just floats away with the polyp in there. Uh, and it's so frustrating. And, man, when it goes, it's like wildfire. I mean, I lost a big paletta pink tip. Uh, that big colony that I had, uh, which yes. is like right here, which is all skeleton and dead right now. Yeah. Um, yep. It was a solid, you know, nine inch diameter colony. And that thing went up, went up in flames in a matter of four days. Um, once it started to go, it just goes, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. And 
you know, the colors look great and you think it's going to come back and then poof, it's gone. So <laughs> it's, it's really frustrating. But. Yeah, it is. And yeah, so. okay. So in general terms, you have no clue what was going on, right? So I, I have a, a general, I, I think I might know what caused it. It, it was, um, 2019 was a, 2019 was a really good year for the tank. I mean, it was doing great. I was making tons of frags. Everything was growing really, really good until the end of 2019 and, uh, on Black Friday. So mm -hmm. November of uh, 2019, I had a Kalkwasser incident. I got overzealous. I loaded up too much, uh, too much Kalkwasser into my Calc stirrer. Mm -hmm. uh, basically filled it up halfway when I normally only fill it up 25% uh -huh. because I thought, well, I want to get a little bit lazy and not have to get in there and put more in and top it off so, so frequently. So yeah. stupid me, uh, I was overzealous and learned a very expensive lesson and a very painful lesson. Uh, so it filled up basically halfway full of calc. Uh, I went to the gym at 9 a.m., came back at 10.15 that morning on Black Friday <laughs> And my tank was nuclear white. It looked like a bomb had gone off. Um, you know, my, my, my fish died. A lot, I lost a lot of old fish that I'd had for you know, 10 years uh, plus. Uh, I'd lost some really precious fish that, that were like family to me. Um, and it really, really sucked. <laughs> so yeah, what sure. happened was that, you know, the tank basically turned white. All the corals were slowing off stuff. There was... Um, just slime everywhere. The calc washer was so thick inside the aquarium that you couldn't even see through the tank. Wow. I mean, it, it was it was like it was like the, your worst nightmare. I, I basically was in shock for the first 15 minutes. I couldn't process what was going on. I was just like, okay, my calc is constantly topping off, but why is it not stopping? No, right, because the slurry was so thick that it actually jammed the water top off uh, the little uh, float valve. Um, oh, so it kept on dumping it in. It just kept on going. Yeah, it was pure, um, really, <laughs> it was like a thick slurry. Oh. And uh, you couldn't even see in the tank. So it was just, it, it was a disaster. You can see, like, when the fish were dying, um, they'd get close to the glass or to, yep. to the side of the tank, and you can kind of see their silhouette. So they were just like ghosts. <laughs> uh. It was really, really sad. And uh, I was basically in shock. I did not know what to do. So immediately I figured the only thing I can do is basically start doing some water changes. So I started making up some water. I called some of my good friends that are relatively close that I know have big, big tanks and they usually have water, uh, RODI water available. Right. I called them up. Um, they came over and trucked over at least, at least 200 gallons of water for me. Mm -hmm. But I still had to mix up the water. Um, in bins and heat it up too because I couldn't put it in cold because <laughs> sure. their water was pretty cold. Sure. But um, how do you yeah. heat up 200 gallons quickly? I had to go to the store and buy a ton of heaters. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, uh, right? Yeah, I bought a, you know, a, a, a ton of heaters. I was like, I don't care what this costs. I have to try and save my tank because, um, you know, I wanted the water to be somewhat close um, to the temperature wise right and it was during you know it was it was during the winter time so the water was cold when they would drive it over um but you know we did the best we could and over saturday or sorry about that between uh friday and saturday um i just did probably about 200 gallons of water changes mm -hmm. 
and by then, by Sunday time, you can actually uh, see in the tank a little bit. I mean, it wasn't clear or anything like that, but you could see in the tank. The corals did not look too pissed off, honestly. Uh, the SPS seemed okay. It was more of the fish, uh, the more of the fish that, um, and it was that. I, I don't even want to think about it. I get kind of pissed <laughs> off. <laughs> but um, so what I noticed is that, okay, after I did even more water changes and kind of stabilized it and got all the calcwasser out of it so you can kind of see, and I ran some carbon, um, the corals seemed to be okay. But what I noticed in December was that all the sponges that I had grown, all the black and the yellow sponges and yes. gray sponges, gone. Whoa. They were all gone. So this calcwasser was so strong that it pretty much took out all my microfauna. It right. took out all the sponges. <laughs> um, right. So I think maybe that could have caused some problems there too. Um, you know, because for sponge to die, I'm sure it releases stuff. I don't know what's actually you know, what right. stays inside of it. Uh, yeah, uh, and just now, I mean, it's been a year later. Um, so, so that was November of November, December uh, of nineteen. To just now, I'm seeing the black sponge come back and the gray sponge come back. Uh -huh. So it took over a year uh, for the sponges to come back from deep. I'm guessing they came back from deep within the rock somewhere right. in there, a couple right. scores left or something. But right, crazy. well. Okay. So when you had the event happen, right? Okay. You said after, you know, a few days of all the water changes, you could start to see things turn around, so to speak, as far as the, the water, right? At what point in time did you think, okay, the bleeding is stopped? Um, I thought the bleeding kind of stopped in um, probably January. Uh -oh. <laughs> January of long. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause it was pretty traumatic. I mean, I, I had to do a ton of water changes to get all the calcosser out. Um, the corals, most of the corals seemed okay. As far as the SPS, they seemed okay. But again, uh, I lost a ton of sponges. So there was probably stuff happening at the, uh, you know, the microscopic level that was being released or that was dying still. that was decaying. Um, it was, it was really weird. It was a very weird situation. Um, so, so that led into 2020, mm -hmm. um, January, uh, and it seemed okay. I mean, the, the SPS seemed to be okay. Um, right. and then I don't know what happened between January and, uh, COVID when COVID started <laughs> in March, I can tell you what else I kind of screwed up on because in Jan from January to March, uh -huh. The tanks seem to be okay, minus the sponges and my huh. fish that I had lost. Um, so when COVID hit, basically we were all stuck indoors. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm stuck inside. The tank seems to be doing great. Let me start dinking around with things. So I started adding um, amino acids. I added some trace elements that I've had sitting in my closet for well over three years. I've probably expired. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to say the brand or anything because, you know, it's my fault. I probably shouldn't have put these things in. Right. Old. Right. And I started feeding the tank um, some coral foods that I had mixed up and, and sure. bought. Sure. And just because I was inside, I was like, oh, I'm going to really keep an eye on this thing. So I'm going to get some good colors and you know, increase the colors, increase the growth. And I think I just overloaded the tank. I probably put too much in there once. Right. And uh, it started to go downhill uh, really quick. I would say 
um, maybe like two months after I began. Oh, stuff. really? So May, June. Yeah, it's perfect timing. Around June is when I started getting all this algae coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, the, it was like a nutrient sink. Um, oh. And then I started, that's when the RTN started to come too. Uh-huh. My nitrates were really high. My nitrates got up to like 60. Okay. Um, but I normally try and keep them around 30. They, sure. they had spiked up pretty high. Sure. Um, and a couple couple other things that when the uh, this hair algae was coming through, mm-hmm. uh, I was just like, well, let me try and just kind of battle the symptoms. So what I did was I went to the uh, one of the local stores and bought a, bought a couple of um, those sea slugs that eat yes. the hair algae. What, I forgot the names. Um Whatever they are, yeah, you know, they kind of cruise around the tank. Um, uh, sea lettuce hairs, or whatever they're called, yeah, sea yeah. hairs. Yeah, sea hairs. Yep. So I bought a couple of those. Those things ended up dying. I couldn't even find them. They wouldn't come out at night. <laughs> and I found one of the dead bodies stuck on a power head, and I was like, "Man, that thing probably just released a ton of toxins in right. the tank." Also, so me trying to dink around and make things better ended up probably screwing myself in the long run right. <laughs> with all this stuff happening. And it was just, you know, it's sometimes you just want to throw in the towel and just, just stop. And it's just, it's kind of like, that's where it is right now. I'm just right. like, well, I'm just going to let this thing just do its thing now. Uh, I'm doing a water change every other week. Uh-huh. 100% water change every other week. There's no, no sea hairs in there. There's something like that. Um, you know, I thought everything was on the mend. The colors right now look really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the growth is happening because my alcohol my alk is dropping, so I'm having to, to increase my alkalinity a little bit here to make up for it. So I know growth is happening, but then again, I just this morning or just this week, I had a couple pieces that you know started to RTN. So right, uh, maybe I'm not out of the woods yet. Right. Who knows? Right. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, well, well, you know, Mike was having that problem too. On the he was basically one of the tanks that he was setting up was the Elos tank. And, um, uh, and again, he was going, uh, not live rock, right. It was all oh, yeah. just dried and all that. Yeah. And I mean, and he will, he basically chalked, we'll say two to three years of just couldn't keep anything alive. Right. He chalked it up to bacteria. Right. Yeah. I, I guess, uh, there were, probably two or three uh, fellow reefers that I guess when he was over in Germany, you know, they had some good talks and um, they all experienced the same thing when uh, certain types of bacteria or whatever that didn't, they weren't existent on the dry rock, obviously when they put it in the tank. And then even though it was seeded with rock out of his tank, it obviously takes a while for it to seed. And, um, Anyway, again, it, it was years before he could actually do anything. And again, to this day, he's like, "Hey, might you know? Maybe somebody knows something better." But he believes it was bacteria. Yeah, so was- I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. There's a lot of people around here that start their tanks off with dead rock, um, that mine stuff, that really white stuff. Right. And it's basically dead and inert. And um, I told him, I, "This is how this tank started off." I mean, this tank here is is now I think eight or nine years old now. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first year, I couldn't grow any SPS. Um, right. Chalices did fine, but no SPS. Uh, Monty's right. kind of did okay, but right. it took a long time for the, the rock to get covered in uh, coralline and, and bacteria, basically, for the system to kind of get stable after about a year. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's wild though because you said you even lost your softy, right? Like, I, was it a Kenya tree? I don't know what, it, but you know, um, it was a it was a Jap Japanese nephew. Uh, okay. Yeah. So to your point, pretty resilient. I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I thought like a nuclear holocaust would occur and it'd still be around. Yeah, I, uh, I have that uh, chili pepper Monty cap that it's been growing for years in here, and it started at RTN too. And I'm like. That cat never goes. I mean, <laughs> right? I wish I wish that stuff would have killed all that rainbow monty that I have that's at the bottom of my tank that's now creeping up. That stuff was living just fine, it, right? Um, but I had other monties, um, like a Tyria and Dada, a super old school monty. I mean, it was probably about a four inch colony that I was regrowing that I had acquired a frag from. It was growing back, and then when the cow washer thing hit um, between that and uh, in May, it died. So, I mean, it totally died. And then it, just now I look in there it's a, and there's a tiny speck. So there's a tiny speck of it coming back. So, right. right. And it's a Monty. It's an Andata. So, right. Right. Uh, there's something else. I should just get the Triton test. You know, not the Triton, but yeah. Is it the Triton yes. test? Yeah, yeah. They did the yes. RCP analysis. Yeah. Uh, I did have a friend offer me to do that. And I, I said I would do it with them. Um, he had a test kit ready, but it, I never followed up. That was my fault. Um, my friend Eric. Um, so I, I should probably just do that now because I have a little bit of RTN happening. Um, my test kits say, say everything's within parameters. My Alps at like nine and a half. Uh, the phosphates at like 0 0.03, 0 0.04. Uh, the nitrates are at like 30. Uh, salinity is at, at um, 1.025. Um, Magnesium is about 1,400. So it's like... What else am I supposed to do here? <laughs> you know? Well, see, that, that's one nice thing about that whole Triton stuff because, again, there's all kind of things that are measured that you're like, what do you mean silica, copper-based, blah, blah, blah? You know, yeah. You know, so some of that stuff, I know, again, Mike did the exact same thing. He ended up where he, he got a couple of reports and they'd be like, okay, it didn't help him at all. Yeah. But at the same time, there were a lot of things that that report showed that I think if you wanted to, again, roll your sleeves up, you could probably get to the bottom of, you know, what's happened. Not that you yeah. necessarily fix it, right? Right. Yeah. At least it'll give you maybe some indicators to kind of look at, um, right. things that might seem way out of parameters or way out of the norm. Um, I don't know what it was, man. Whatever. Right. I meant for, for it to kill uh, Anepia and my Montes also, and now um, cause RTN on some corals that I've had for years. I mean, some of these corals I've had for like five or six years. So it's not like they're brand new frags. I mean, that Paletta Pink Tip colony, you guys have basically seen grow to this nine inch you know, table. Right. And it's not like it's new. So it seems like it's going after like some of the things that have been in there a long time. Um, and I lost the big old purple Astera that's always been in the middle of the tank. It started to go, uh, which I'm not, you know, you know I chopped it up anyway. Right. Cause I was like, well, it was kind of blocking flow anyway. So right. <laughs> I took that out and it started to grow and, and when it started to RTN, but then there's a little speck of it that lives. So now it's coming back. So right. uh, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Water changes. Uh, about it. Well, that's just it, right? Well, okay. So, you know, it's funny though in the grand scheme of things, to your point, um, I was talking with Roger Vitka, right? And he had 
similar issues as far as, you know, unfortunately, you know, things will kind of wipe the tank out a little bit. Um, and it's amazing to, to your point, basically months after, you know, theoretically this whole colony is just wiped out, a speck will start growing up through and, you know, you're like, wow, it survived. How did that work? Something made it through. Um, right. A little bit of tissue that you didn't see or I didn't see uh, somewhere where it like snaked down through the somewhere else and then it made it through. Right. It's amazing. Okay. So in general, twenty end of 2019 and 2020 sucked for a year or Yeah. That, that <laughs> end of 2019 was a disaster brought upon myself because I felt confident and wanted to make things easier and I screwed it up. Right. Uh, so to all your viewers out there, uh, it happens to people that have been doing it for years. I mean, you get a little lazy, you try and make things more efficient. Um, and man, I cannot believe an hour and a half or an hour and 15 minutes away from this tank caused a cascading disaster. Right. Right. And then, constantly chasing to try and bring it back in, in 2019 or yeah, at the end of 2019, 2020 rolls around. It seems to have stabilized between January and March and everything looks okay. I didn't have any major die off or RTN. So I started dumping this, dumping that into the tank to try and feed it. Um, watching a lot of videos on YouTube cause I'm bored. Everyone's bored at home. Right. You got nothing to do. Right. So, you're stuck in front of your aquarium thinking, okay, how can I make this better? Or, right. You know, let me, let me mess around with this. Cause I haven't added these elements in, in years. And <laughs> lo and behold, that might've cost it. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny. Cause like, to your point, like I'll watch some of the, some of the videos that like BRS put out, like, you know, with, you know, Ryan and stuff like that. Yeah. And they'll prove that, you know, again, amino acids right will take and color you know yeah. your coral scarble so to your point i'll run out boom man i'll buy a gallon yeah. i'll get wet of it let's go let's try that yeah you're right home you might as well just order it you ain't got nowhere else to go most of the fish stores are very limited hours <laughs> exactly uh, exactly yeah uh, i spend a lot of uh I bought some coral foods I thought would be okay, but maybe they grew some kind of bacteria. Because um, yeah. one of them was it, was, it was supposed to grow some bacteria also. It was like a coral food, but it added bacteria. And maybe that had something to do with it too. Maybe I used too much of it. Um, whatever happened, I meant that hair algae started coming through right. um, in March, March and April. Um, and then I added the sea hairs and those probably dying. I'm like, ah, that probably yeah. released a bunch of stuff also. And, yeah, there's a lot of toxins in those here. So. Yeah, and I didn't know a lot about those guys. I thought they were pretty cool looking. Um, they are. I, I found one of them stuck in a powerhead. I was like, uh-oh, that ain't good. He was like stuck in the J-Val, probably spewing his freaking guts out across the tank <laughs> for, for who knows how long, probably overnight. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, so contamination there also. I do think I'm going to do the, the trike once, um, once Christmas – is over and all that um right when, when shipping kind of gets back to normal um maybe in january right everyone catches up on shipping and all that right uh, i'll probably send out for a triton test 
test kit just to see just to see if there's something glaring. Right. Maybe there's something leaching from my canopy. Maybe there's paint that's right. coming through or something or some kind of metal something. Right. Or something like that. Right. Right. Don't know. Yeah. I just don't know. Anything's possible. Before the the Kalkwasser, right? Um, did you make any changes at all in the tank? Because I know you were playing around with the frag tank a little bit. You kind of redid that a, a while back, right? Yeah. yeah. And nothing. No, I mean the tank was doing great. All 2019, like I was saying, it did wonderful. I changed out my Ocean Real Life lights. Um, I think I changed those every five years. Um, mm -hmm. I added a couple new ones and replaced off the old ones. But there's no way that that would have caused like problems in my frag tank, <laughs> things like that, just changing the lights. Right. Um, replace some J-Bo power heads. Those, those are only good for like a year, year and a half. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You stop working and then you stick your finger in there to try to spin the propeller or you put it in vinegar and hope for the best. And, you know, when you're sticking your finger in there trying to get that prop to turn, you're like, man, this thing better not come on and chop my <laughs> and slice me up. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because to your point, sometimes it does come on and it catches that tip and you're yep. like, Oh, I knew that was going to happen, right? Yep, yep, and you're just happy when it runs. Uh, but eventually, when they start locking up like that, you know you're on borrowed time. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time for the motor dies out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no equipment, nothing nothing major um, for 2019. I meant for most of the year, it, yeah. was, it was humming along really good, and I was making a lot of frags with people and getting my stuff out there. Right. Um, yeah, it was a good year. But, yeah, and, and there you go, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, peaks and valleys. That's the way this hobby is. I mean, sometimes you'll go years, things will do great. Um, right. I call it a curse. I, you know, I kind of, I think I might mention it to you. It's like I don't like to take a lot of pictures of my tank, and right. when it's doing good, and I put them up on Facebook or uh, some of the old reef sites, because I think it curses it. I think it's like a jinx. Um, I swear, man, it will knock you down. <laughs> From elation to deflation. It's true. It is, yeah. it is so true. I agree with you a thousand percent. Right? Yeah. Anytime I try to do any kind of update videos on the tanks, I'll get beautiful video, and then within two, three, four weeks, something will happen. Yeah. <laughs> right? It, oh. it's, part of the, it's part of the game. It's, it's kind of like I know I, I have a weird feeling things like that happen sometimes, and I just try not to do it too often. But, man, when the tank is – everyone knows their – no one knows their, their tanks better than themselves. Um, right. So for me, when it's humming along, I'm like, dude, I'll tell my friends. I'm like, dude, this this thing is popping. You need to come over here and take a look. I mean, it's, you, you might have two or three weeks where it looks like this, where it's like a pure foliage, and it's just incredible colors. Right. And it's popping, and everything's growing. But then – you know, something happens. <laughs> <laughs> then drops. Oh, man. Yeah. And it's weird. Some of the RTN I had really knocked out some of my tenuous, tenuouses that I've had for a long time. Uh, the Orange Passions. Uh -huh. um, I've had those. I've, I've had those for like four years. Mm -hmm. um, 
grill them out to a decent sized colony, you know, four or five inches. Right. And uh, it would like take out two different colonies of the same thing at opposite ends of the tank within days. Right. So it was very, it must have been some kind of chemical contamination. There's something, right? Yeah. And I lost my sexy corals, orange, orange passion colonies that I've had for many, many years. Luckily, I got frags out there with a bunch of friends that I can get it back. Right. But uh, yeah, I had two colonies of it, one at far ends of the tank, and they both went up in flames within two days. So, so weird how that works, all these little yeah. chemical markers or whatever's in the water. Right, 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 exactly. Yeah. So to, to that point, are you deflated, right? You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm deflated this month because I looked, I mean, I just looked a couple, uh, you know, a few days ago and I just saw some more and I was like, shit, man, I thought I was like out of the, right, you know, out of the woods here. And, um, and like I'm losing a, um, Sniper SPS pink dragon tails colony, and I've got a huge colony in my frag tank. It's doing great. Mm -hmm. And I've got two colonies in the display that are within six inches of each other. One of them is doing fantastic. It's actually on the side of the tank, um, or on the, uh, on, it's in plated, encrusted onto the wall of the tank. So it's doing great. Mm -hmm. But the other one that is six inches from it, um, just RTN it, over the last two days, it just feels right. So, and then I have my um, orange setosa. Uh, mm -hmm. Everyone has that. I mean, that coral's been in our trade for at least probably a good 10, 12 years now. Orange setosa. Parts of it are turning white. I'm like, it's a setosa, man. Everyone has this coral. This thing has been genetically in our, in our captivity for years. So right. maybe the contamination's back, or maybe, maybe one of my pumps is leaching something. Right. I don't know. I just... Well, wow. <laughs> maybe there's something in my plumbing. I, I, yeah, um, right, right. Well, wow. Also, okay, so I'm, a, I'm guilty. I think I've told you before, I don't have a pH monitor. Right. So I should probably, you know, I, I should bite my tongue and go out and borrow a pH monitor from a friend or go out and buy one off of Amazon or something like that and just see what the pH is. Maybe that's the, the issue because, um, you know, in January of this year, we had some really bad, yeah, 2020. We had some really bad fires out here in California. I mean, it was just, you would be lucky to have some clean air and, and be able to see blue sky for you know, two days in a row. It was nothing but fire. So every, all the homes have been sealed up. Everyone's just running their air conditioner. So there's no fresh air coming in. Right. Um, maybe that had something to do with it now. Uh, we're in the winter time out here right now. And it's pretty cold. I mean, relatively cold. It's in the low 30s uh, mm -hmm. overnight. And uh, it's been cold, so I haven't been opening my windows either. Right. Either. right. So maybe I've got a, a low pH issue or a high CO2 issue in my house. Right. Uh, I don't know. I should probably get a pH monitor from a buddy and just go gonna, check. I was going to say, I'll send you one down. I, I got yeah. one that I use once a year. And <laughs> I, I'll send you that and some calibration fluid, right? Is it the pinpoint one? The pinpoint? Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's got the probe and... Exactly. It's got the temperature, pH, and every, you know, I use it to calibrate, like, the probes that I have in the tank. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, uh, you know what, if I don't, I might hit you up on that. I might take you up on that, but I'm sure uh, some of the locals will be yeah. willing to help me out. I'll just reach out to them because uh, I don't want whatever's happening. Maybe it's coming back again, man. Maybe it's like COVID, right? It's like, okay, we thought it was going to get a little bit better in the fall and then in the summertime, and now maybe it's like this next version that's coming out during the winter, the second wave of it. 
Yeah. 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 That's right. You've got COVID tank, right? COVID. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, one other thing that did break. You know, now I think about it also. This, I just thought about this. This could be an issue. Um, I had that bioreactor, that big red yes. bioreactor. Yes. Um, I ended up taking that offline. I, I'll just look at when I took that offline. But it might have been like a month before November of, of 2019. So mm -hmm. it might have been before the Calquaster thing. And I took it offline because my air pump stopped working so good. Um, uh -huh. so, so I couldn't get the media in there to, to turn. Right. Um, and I had gone through a, a couple of different new air pumps, and I still couldn't get the media to turn. Um, so maybe that had something to do with it, too. And then uh, I just took it offline because the pump was the pump was a, a Mag 9.5, and it was kind of buzzing. It was kind of loud. Yeah, yeah. So I just basically took the whole thing down. Um, maybe that had something to do with it also, uh, that loss of right. all the bacteria that was growing yeah. in, that, in, that, in that cylinder with all the red. Uh, right. Tumbling. That could have had something to do with it also. Yeah, yeah. Again, like I said, Mike swears it's a bacterial issue. Right? A lot of the RTN kind of stuff in his. Yeah, world. and that would kind of. Geez, I might have just solved my own problem right there, because if I have to look on my log sheet when I did that, um, when I took that Bashi reactor offline, because that's that's a lot of bacteria that I probably just stopped. Right within. Right. So I'll, I'll double check that. And see. Right. And I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's a food source, and you know, and it provides mm -hmm. all kind of, again, antibodies or not necessarily antibodies. What's the, the exact word? Anaerobic. Uh, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I don't know. That could have been related to that too. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. 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 Right. Uh, <laughs> that was basically equipment. So equipment. <laughs> I, I need to reach out to Bashi. So, so, so now, um, as far as like the, the maintenance, you said you were doing like 20% water changes now, still very regularly and consistently, right? Yeah. And you, and it's not helping, right? Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed to really help. I mean, it's, yeah. I would say that, I mean, I was having the RTN issues up until October of 2020 mm -hmm. of this year. Um, and ever, I let a lot of my, a lot of my friends know because they were just like, "Hey, can I come over and see the tank?" I'm like, "You know, I don't feel comfortable showing you <laughs> what I'm going through right now. <laughs> it's freaking embarrassing." And you know, a lot of people were asking to buy frags. I'm like, no, "I'm not going to frag anything until I somewhat get this under control." Um, and so, I mean, things did start to change. It started around October. It, it kind of you would see encresting that I wasn't seeing encresting before. Mm -hmm. uh, the polyps, polyps were out a lot more. So, and I was doing a lot of water changes. I mean, I was doing weekly water changes when I was going through the issues, just hoping okay. to dilute the, the uh, contamination, right. whatever it was causing right. I don't know. Right. Just throwing water changes. I mean, I bought so much money, spent so much money in reef crystal salt. Sure. Um, and I was just getting that stuff shipped to me like crazy. Every, every other week, I would get like another... And bags of stuff. <laughs> I was going through a lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, and it, it, it's so funny because, like, to your point, I don't know, like, for me, like, with the water changes, I still do my two gallon a day. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a natural thing. Um, but I've noticed a big difference from the salt perspective. Um, 
you know, I was always a Tropic Man dude, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then when I started going to Reef Crystals, you know, I noticed my bins being a little more, we'll say it, dirtier for the lack of a better word. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I had a couple corals actually just pop with beauty, right? And it's the only thing I changed. And I'm like, I don't know what's in there, but I started using reef crystals. Like, you know, it was obviously cheaper, which is nicer, right? You know. Yeah. They responded well to that caking agent, <laughs> whatever that stuff is. Exactly. <laughs> wanted that. <laughs> Some kind of mineral in there or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, reef crystals will do that. It'll if you don't um, stay on top of your bins where you mix it. Uh, I wipe down the bins every other, probably like every three weeks. Sure, you'll get like a ground a brown crud. Yes, that kind of accumulates on the sides and the bottom. Yep. And, uh, I'm I'm I thought it was just a caking agent or something precips that out, precipitates out if it's mixed. Right. Too, um, but. Yeah, I mean I've been I, I've been probably using it now for five years i'll say five-ish years or something like that and i'm only cleaning the the reservoir once a year i'm like ah, i don't care you know <laughs> at first my argument was listen it's not like i wipe it down and put it back in the collar it sticks on the side you know right yeah it's like what harm can it cause exactly meal back at the ranch i've got these two remember the co power heads the older ones that blast like I don't know, way too much. Anyway, I'm blasting stuff everywhere. And as I keep it mixing, I'm like, yeah, yeah, right. It's sticking to the sides, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's all stirring up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's, I don't know what else to do at this point. Um, yeah. I'm just going to keep doing the water changes and keep my fingers crossed. Uh, there's, you know, if I just stay on top of my maintenance a little bit more and do the water changes every other week, um, gosh, yeah, these, these latest ones that just started to go, I'm like, I would say about 40% of the colony of my uh, Refrap USA Orange Passion yeah. is RTN. It's sad because it's like the part that hasn't RTN yet is gorgeous. I mean, it's the colors are freaking amazing. It is right. like the polish there, the body, the color of the body is just like this yellow and it's got the blue, blue in there and some orange. It's just, right. What I, it's, I don't know what's happening at the uh, at the tissue level, whatever is causing that at the bacterial level or the right. algae level that's inside the, the skin of the corals. Right, right. But if Mike thinks it's bacteria, it probably is. I mean, he's been doing it a lot longer than I have, and he's probably seen and done and experienced some of these random RTN things that just come through like wildfire. Um, one thing I've been thinking about doing, and I still have not done it, um, is setting up a fugium, a fugium. Maybe that'll help with um, Kato, running Kato or something like that. Or Heck, I might even try some of that Ling side Miracle Mud. I mean, jeez. I, I mean, I'm throwing everything but the kitchen sink at this thing. Um, I haven't done any ICP, like, dozing or any of the trikes. Right. kind of old school. I try not to do that stuff unless I'm right. obviously bored, like, which is what I did when COVID started. Um I usually don't like to dink around with things. Right, right. Well, again, you had a you had a recipe that works. <laughs> yeah, mostly, right? I should yeah. mostly work, right? Yeah. But when it goes downhill, man, it's 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 kind of like you know a big boulder. It's hard to stop once that thing gets momentum. And I don't know how long I'm, I'm going to be going through this. So I'll check back with you in a few months and, and yeah, yeah. say, okay, well, 
the, the corals that were dying have seemed to recover, or I'll send you some pictures right. of some white skeletons. <laughs> what is it, Halloween? <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> My little bucket of bones. <laughs> right. We all got them. They're out in the backyard. Everybody's got them. If anyone's been doing SPS corals, everyone's got their stash of bones. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Well, good deal, sir. So, again, I appreciate you spending the time on, you know, the holiday season, so to speak, to, to kind of go over this. And yeah, Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you guys and all your yeah. viewers out there. Yeah, it's like very much so, right? And, uh, you know, to that point, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch up in the springtime, so to speak. And then if anybody calls with a purple monster, send them your way. <laughs> Sounds good, bro. Appreciate it. Sounds good, Tim. Well, again, appreciate the time and good luck. Best of luck with everything. Hopefully, you don't see any more white. <laughs> and that goes for snow, too, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't get snow here. Right? Exactly. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All white. More, Just yeah. keep it away. More white. More white <laughs> keep it away. It'll be a bad thing.